0: Welcome to Talking Tropes. I'm
1: Penguin. And I'm Boy Penguin. (laughs) And this is Talking Penguins.
0: We're talking about penguin movies today, guys. Hello.
1: Guys, it's March. And because it's it's the wonderful month of March, uh, we're going to be talking about penguins. Because March of the Penguins, it's a thing. Just go with it. It's the
0: March of the Penguins. We're only doing one episode. But...
1: Just go with it.
0: (laughs) Guys, we really suffered for you for this one. Um...
1: I had a wonderful time, (laughs) Anna. I totally disagree. I mean, some of these movies are horrible. They're, like, the worst movies ever made. But they're so inexplicable. Yeah. They're so bizarre. And they all have penguins in them. And they were all made within, like, five years of each other.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's, like, really weird. The early 2000s were, like, just a bizarre time, I guess, when everyone was really into penguins.
1: Like, like w- w- this is, like, you know, l- let's lay down some discussion points that hopefully we'll get to over the course yeah. of this. We don't have to address these in any order, but number one, why penguins? <laughs> Number two, why so close together? Yeah. Number three, why always, like, the same story, but also, why is it never just, like, a normal yeah. story? So these are the questions I want to answer. Do you have any questions uh, to add on to that?
0: I don't know. No, I, I sort of want to get a, a running, like, best of list. I've created some, ca- some categories, <laughs> Um, feel f- if you want to add some, <laughs> I think you should.
1: I'm looking at the categories and they're just too funny. Yeah, uh,
0: one is best CGI. One is like the best, most enjoyable experience overall. One is the most <laughs> accurate, like to what penguin. The most accurate
1: animated or <laughs> non-animated penguin children's movie.
0: Um, and then best characters. That's that's my. Those are my. Uh, categories.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to add another Great. category. Um let's see. Uh, uh it's got to be best voice acting, has got to sure. be in there. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Best best VO. Um also Wait, potentially what was the best one romance? You I feel like yeah. there's got to be like a best romance category. Yep, got to
0: have best romance.
1: Um worst romance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, we could just do best and worst for all of these.
1: Yeah, we'll do best and worst for each. Um, this is going to be an interesting, so, interesting so, topic.
0: Just so everyone knows which movies we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're talking about March of the Penguins, The Penguins of Madagascar, Surf's Up, Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, Mr. Popper's Penguins, and the Don Bluth original, The Pebble and the Penguin. Um... <sighs> So that's our list, guys. I don't know which ones of these you've seen or not, but I've seen all of them now. I don't
1: think anyone should be allowed to listen to this episode unless they've seen all of them. I I think that should be illegal.
0: It's now, you will literally go to jail if you keep listening to this episode, so just stop. (laughs) Get Um, out now. get out.
1: (laughs) Let's start with the one that started it all. And by that, of course, I mean March of the Penguins. Yes. This film changed documentary cinema. It really didn't. It was just this (laughs) weird movie that was this weird crossover hit, and I have no idea why. Can
0: we, like, talk about March of the Penguins and, like, fucking how editorialized it was? Like, it starts with Morgan Freeman going, this is a tale about love.
1: (laughs) 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 That is you know, so good.
0: Like it, it Ironically, wasn't. that's
1: also literally the way that the Pebble and the Penguin starts.
0: Yes, that is all. That's how like half of these start. Um,
1: I, but not all of them start with terrible narration.
0: That's true. That's more true. of them
1: than you would think. But March not of the all Penguins
0: of them. is just ripping off the Pebble and the Penguin, the uh, most accurate penguin movie. <laughs>
1: Are we already giving that award no, most accurate, no. Pebble and the Penguin?
0: Uh, no, I mean, I think that probably would have to go to March of the Penguins, but even that felt, like, very much, like, anthropomorphized. For sure. Yeah, like... I mean,
1: it's gotta be Morgan Freeman, like, that made it. Morgan oh, Freeman yeah. was a bankable star on a documentary film, and that just doesn't happen. yeah. Unless and so that like, was what sold it. But everybody looked at it and they were like, "Man, people fucking love penguins. We've got to <laughs> cash in on this. Cash grab." And then, and then that's that's when Happy Feet happened. <laughs> at least that's in my.
0: <laughs> the next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was there was penguins there was penguins in the Madagascar movie, and people really liked right. that as well.
0: They so did. So it was like
1: these two things happening. You know. I think that has to be a coincidence, those two.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean, I think Happy Feet, Happy Feet is such a weird movie. I was never interested in seeing it as a kid, and I'm so glad I was right.
1: Listen, (laughs) anyone who saw that movie doesn't know that they saw it. I'm 90% (laughs) sure that like everyone who saw that movie in actual 2006 was drugged in some way. (laughs) Because no one remembers how weird this movie is. They're just like, oh yeah, the Happy Feet. That's like the, the fun so movie with weird. The dancing penguins.
0: It's the one with dancing penguins and every single male star you've ever heard of. Like, <laughs> I can't place any of the women in that movie, all two of them, but like...
1: I can place them in the sequel because uh, it's Pink and um, uh, Sophia Vergara. Oh my people. god! <laughs> In the sequel, great. Um, but okay, Happy Feet One. The yeah, the male stars are pretty. It's Elijah over the top.
0: Wood, Robin Williams, fucking Hugh Jackman. Like what?
1: But more than anything, when I think of Happy Feet, I think of it's what if Footloose was about penguins <laughs> and then it ended with an alien abduction. <laughs> Yeah. That would be weird.
0: <laughs> and also there were live action parts.
1: No, I don't think they were live action. I think those were animated. They were like No, uh, they
0: were live action. I thought it was animated too, but it's live. They put like action. some weird
1: filter over it.
0: It was so strange. It's so strange. Happy feet is so strange. Also, he gets like so he gets kidnapped by humans. They're the aliens, quote unquote.
1: Um, yeah, they, 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 the penguins <laughs> keep referring to humans as aliens, aliens because they have, like, this technology and they come from a mysterious otherwhere, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets put in a zoo, but then he, like, tap dances for the humans and they're like, wow, this guy's great. And instead of, like touring him around the zoo circuit they're
1: it just like, cuts straight to him <laughs> like back home i legitimately thought it was like a dream sequence
0: yeah it was so strange and he's got this weird like gps tracking device around him and they're like you've brought the outsiders but then they all like tap dance and the humans are like wow well, they're so cute. We should save all the penguins. And then there's this awful cartoony montage of like the UN fighting over like, whether or not. Awful or
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> Amazingly awful. My that... favorite
1: line in the whole movie is in that scene, which is yeah. one of the people in the UN stands up, slams his fist on the table, and says, "I can't live in a world without penguins." <laughs>
0: like, that should just be the episode
1: title. No, it I has can... to be March of the Penguins. I, but... I
0: know, but that's so good. <laughs> but that
1: can be the episode description. I can't live in a world without penguins! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. It's like, that's so that's like the tone of all of these movies, though. They're so melodramatic and, like, everything is so life and death. It's insanity. I don't know.
1: I don't think of Mr. Popper's Penguins that way, or Surf's Up. And Penguins of Madagascar, I mean, that one was pretty like, sardonic. I mean, there was life life endings or, you know, world-ending stakes, but Dude, even they were pretty silly.
0: Mr. Popper's Penguins was, like, the most melodramatic movie in the world. Everyone's emotions turn on a dime, and like... <laughs> He turns his fucking apartment into a penguin park like I that you can't say that's not melodramatic
1: Hey, it's in the book
0: and his teenage daughter's like you just don't get me dad
1: oh my god we'll get we'll get to Mr. Farmer's oh penguins god, I feel like we really need to really spend some time deconstructing happy feet because happy feet, feet, cause happy, that's feet great. happy Feet was the center point of this whole discussion oh yeah. Cause it's the weirdest goddamn movie. It's a an Oscar-winning best animated feature.
0: No way.
1: Well, it was going up against like Cars and also like I guess probably another penguin movie or Dude, something.
0: For all the shit about Cars, it at least has a coherent plot line. Like, hey, you know, don't,
1: don't talk shit about Happy Feet. <laughs>
0: can't even keep it keep it together.
1: Yeah, no, uh, lack of coherence, I think, is is a pretty apt description here. Happy Feet's plot is basically, like, it starts out with the childhood of this, you know, this legendary hero, this penguin, who would go on to be the Jesus among penguins. Um, Is that how
0: Happy Feet starts? (laughs) The Jesus penguin? I watched this, like, yesterday, and I already forget.
1: I think he's Jesus. Uh he's like, you know, he, he his his birth like he had a birth defect because his father dropped him as a baby. Well yeah as yes. a result, he can't sing. And no. all the other penguins he, can sing bad he taps covers. His,
0: he taps his feet like a weird weirdo.
1: And he talks like Tommy Pickles.
0: He is I know, it's the Tommy Pickles voice when he's a baby, like kills me. It's
1: so good. In any case, he he falls in love with a penguin with a beautiful singing voice, um, and uh, he can't sing, and so he is a pariah in this town. And when he dances, literally the elders of the town go like, "The great Gwyn will smite you down." Dude, yeah.
0: okay, this <laughs> one I I'm still I'm trying to figure out. Um, which one... I'm adding a category for <laughs> our rankings. Most Bizarre World Building. Um, yeah. I think this one might win it because every other character has, like, a different accent and they, like, all live in the same place and, like... Well, because all...
1: they're trying to go, like, species can create, like, different accents and then also like, like, generational I differences. Yes,
0: but, like, even among his parents, his mom has, like, a really normal, like... No, she's doing a Marilyn Monroe
1: impression, and his dad is doing an Elvis impression. Uh, Guys, like, did you ever think there would ever be a movie where Hugh Jackman plays a penguin doing a bad Elvis impression, and his name is Memphis, and it's the best thing ever?
0: (laughs) So extra like everything about this movie is too much you know well, I just
1: just like I, you know you have to like work it back because George Miller's mind is just like nothing but like dying children and explosions all the time <laughs> this film was directed by George Miller famous for the Mad Max series
0: wow that seems so bizarre
1: written like, and directed mind you
0: make more Mad Max like what
1: <laughs> make more penguins <laughs> I'm so overjoyed with happy. The
0: the weirdest part is that we go from this like super fun poppy dance number to like instantaneously cold dudes huddled together like we're in fucking Game of Thrones on like the North Wall, (laughs) you know, like with Scottish accent.
1: Picture. Is what you're like, alluding to. There's fucking drama.
0: There's drama, but the tone shifts happen so suddenly. Like there's no oh, yeah. transitions. Like there is it's not. just it's just Alright, we're happy. We've got a son. Bye, honey. Scottish yelling <laughs> Like
1: Brace yourselves
0: lads. Um yeah. But like so then, okay, but just
1: you, you if you dig into George Miller's mind, you'll find deep in there there's like he, he was like, penguins, footloose, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, footloose, um, environmental message like Wally would do like a few years later, uh, footloose, we'll do, we'll do fucking footloose. Oh
0: my God.
1: And so they made footloose, but with penguins. <laughs>
0: They did make Footloose, but with penguins.
1: But in order for you to make Footloose with penguins, what he didn't realize going in is you, you have to give the penguins a religion. <laughs> 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 no, well, you they... don't think about this stuff, because you, you can't just make the penguins conservative Christians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he gave them a religion, and it's weird.
1: Yeah, so the religion is like there's a great Gwyn in the sky, and he provides and he taketh away, and he only gives you the fish if you sing and don't dance. Uh, Dancing's the devil's music. It's not of the great Gwyn.
0: But here's the thing: in order, (laughs) I'm like footloose, which I believe doesn't refute Christianity. Just no, it just refutes the conservatism. Right. This one is literally like, well, I'm going to prove that it's not the wind taking the fish away. There's another explanation. Your whole religion's wrong. Like, it goes really that extra mile. Um.
1: Do do they think it's the wind or the Gwyn?
0: Oh, I thought it was a wind.
1: No, they were saying the great Gwyn, like a pen Gwyn, but he rules the skays.
0: Oh my god. Wow. All right. Well.
1: <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about with religion and world building. Really hey bizarre world God. building. And then Jesus. they establish that like whenever like a, a, an Arctic animal gets taken in and like tagged, they believe that they've been abducted by aliens.
0: Yeah.
1: And you find it's... out like these birds that have been tagged. They're like, look, I got this when I was probed by this by the little <laughs> green men.
0: <laughs> and then you've got Robin Williams doing two terrible accents in this film. He's two different
1: penguins
0: yeah <sighs> what uh doing a pretty terrible uh hispanic accent, and then also i've gotten weird... I've gotten
1: confirmation from from my friend who is of hispanic descent uh that uh that it's it's hilarious it's... and it's great. <laughs>
0: Uh, like, okay, sure.
1: (laughs) And then Um, he also plays, like, a, um, (laughs) like, an evangelist, like, televangelist, like, like, crazy preacher.
0: Yeah.
1: And, I mean, like, I don't want to say it's a black voice, but, like, it's definitely very southern, and it's definitely Mm -hmm. very showy. Yep. And many televangelists,
0: it, I... It's think, on the line.
1: It's on the fucking line, man. <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's... Also, that whole role, he's, like, he's like faking it so that he can make out with a bunch of lady penguins. Um, which is just... I, like, we'll get well, to he the he believes fucking... it, too.
1: He's like any televangelist, you know? He's, like, he's into the mythos, but he also, like, in the back of his head, he's got some doubts. And he knows he's gotta capitalize on it while he's got time. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. this, this movie's deep. Um, so Robin Williams' penguin, his name is Lovelace, and he's got, like, um, a soda, you know, six-pack, like, plastic thing stuck around his neck. And it's, like, killing him. And that's yeah. part of the thing that drives uh, Mumble, which is the Elijah Wood penguin, to, like, go take him to the aliens. Which, I don't remember any of this happening in Footloose.
0: No. It really it takes the premise of Footloose and then adds like a weird hero's journey to it. That's like well,
1: not. I get it because a lot of what happens after that is just the plot of the Pebble and the Penguin. So it's just they're just capitalizing <laughs> on what worked.
0: Yeah. Well, did the Pebble and the Penguin work?
1: Well, if yeah, I guess if by worked, I mean, made no money and everyone hated it, <laughs> and the director literally didn't want his name on it. <laughs> Uh, So why is it the same story like that's what I want to discuss like why is it that in both the pebble and the penguin and in happy feet these penguins get kidnapped by humans and like taken away um, from their loves and they have to come back and win them back.
0: Well, also, both of them, like, get the girl, which you think is going to sort of be, like, the point of the movie. But they both get the girl, like, halfway through, if not sooner. And then the rest of the movie is just, like, them overcoming other external obstacles that have been placed between them. It's, it's very guess, strange plotting. It's I mean, weird the plotting. and the Penguin,
1: it's supposed to be that way. Like, you're supposed yes. to be, like... The the oh, threat the is that loves. she's gonna get she's gonna get hitched to this Drake guy played by Tim Curry.
0: Is that Tim Curry?
1: Of course it's Tim Curry, Hannah. God. Wake up and smell the coffee.
0: Smell the curry.
1: Don't make me laugh. Oh, slap my knee. Is, I can't do a Tim Curry.
0: This, no. This, also, like Tim Curry couldn't do a Tim Curry in this role. This is like <laughs> the worst I've ever heard him sound. He's
1: doing an American accent.
0: Yeah, like... He's like, uh,
1: come on, dude. It's I'm like, Tim Curry. It's so
0: bad. You should have just let Tim Curry use his voice.
1: Obviously. I mean, everyone. Everyone yeah. wants more Tim Curry penguin. Like... <laughs>
0: um, yeah, but Happy Feet.
1: <laughs> so he gets he, he goes off to try and find the human aliens to get them to give the fish back. And then it turns into, like, an environmentalist message, where it's like, we can't overfish. You know, overfishing is killing penguins.
0: Not the penguins. I can't live in a world without penguins! But
1: it's interesting, because it's like, even back then, everybody knew that the real threat to penguins was global warming. Right. But it's hard to, like, resolve that in two hours. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a lot more controversial. So, like, maybe yeah. there was studio meddling that they had to be like taking the fish, or maybe yeah, it was just I like this know. is a more clear story. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, who knows? It's a weird movie, but well, he goes back. The thing and... that
1: saves the day is dancing. Yeah, because of course it is because it's footloose.
0: It's footloose. So dancing saves the world. He gets the girl. They have little baby. Do they have little babies in this one?
1: Well, they definitely have them have one by the uh second movie, the sequel.
0: Okay, why don't you talk about the sequel cuz I did not watch it cuz I just couldn't.
1: So, <laughs> if Happy Feet 1 is Footloose, Happy Feet 2 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they kind of reference Footloose vaguely at one point, but most of the movie is just crazy bullshit that doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, I'm gonna need a little bit more from that.
1: <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> really Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy makes one joke about uh, Footloose.
0: Oh, okay. And just continues to do that?
1: Yeah, yeah it made one joke about Footloose once. Um, Alright. Uh, and that that was basically it. Um, Okay,
0: I just looked at the plot on Wikipedia, and the first sentence is, an evil iceberg is plotting to destroy Antarctica. (laughs) It does not say an evil iceberg. It does.
1: No, it's just an iceberg, like, crashes into, like, where they're living and creates all these, like, ice walls um, that, like, trap the penguins, and they, like, can't get to the food. So it's also, you know, a big existential horror kind of thing where, like, they're really threatened by, like, just the lack of access to food. Mm -hmm. But this movie is just, like, 60,000 subplots and no actual plot.
0: Great. Love it. This movie was
1: also written and directed by George Miller. What the fuck?
0: Um,
1: (laughs) I don't know why he did this. I don't know. He must have needed money. Oh,
0: wait. I forgot. There was one more Robin Williams uh, appearance, I guess, no in Happy Feet. He was the narrator, too. No,
1: but he was the narrator as Lovelace. That's one character. Uh, was it? Yeah, because at the end of the movie, like, or no, sorry, at the midpoint of the movie, Mumble's like going off and he's like, I'll tell your story, Mumble. I'll tell your story, <laughs> Happy Feet. This is All my. Right. I'm going to tell you because you're Jesus. That's the.
0: That's the other dumb thing about Happy Feet, is that his last name is literally Happy Feet.
1: No, Sorry. is it?
0: Yeah. his. I thought people call just them... called
1: him Happy Feet because he got Happy Feet.
0: Oh, maybe. But they say it like, you go mumble Happy Feet, like it's his name. <laughs> That's
1: very I think strange. it's like his title, like um, Jon right. Snow. Okay. It's um...
0: still a last <laughs> name. Anyway, the second movie, a lot of subplots.
1: <laughs> um, there's a subplot where Matt Damon Playing a krill And um, And Brad Pitt also playing a krill
0: mm-hmm.
1: Go on an adventure To become carnivores Because They believe that they have to evolve
0: Evolve into what?
1: Evolve into man-eating krill? Oh. <laughs> they don't, though. They come back and then they're like, we just can hide under the ice and then no one will ever eat us. Oh my god. But the whole m- movie, it just keeps cutting to Phil and Will the Krill. One of them is played by Matt David and the other one's Brad oh. Pitt. <laughs> oh my
0: god. What? All right, I have to watch Happy Feet 2 now. None <laughs> of I'm this sorry. has any
1: relevance to the plot. <laughs>
0: I've sinned against this podcast. I need to go watch this.
1: Um, And then, like, the main plot is that, uh, you know, it's all about Mumble's kid who can't dance. And so that makes him a pariah, much like Mumble.
0: It's it's like the opposite. It's The Little Mermaid 2.
1: It is The Little Mermaid 2. But in this one, the penguin wants to learn to fly. Ah, Pebble and the penguin.
0: Oh my God! George <laughs> Miller saw The
1: Pebble and the Penguin. Is like I could do that.
0: Yeah, I could do. I could do that,
1: that and win a fucking Oscar.
0: <laughs> Take that, Barry Manilow.
1: He he I've... said it in his head. He's like, you know what? You know what the real problem with this is, is that the music's bad. Why don't I just put in like make it a jukebox <laughs> musical? Put stars. in great hits. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. This is my new
1: headcanon about George Miller is that he saw Pebble and the Penguin and was so disgusted by, like, how much they screwed up what he saw as, like, a perfect idea.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What was your favorite song from Pebble and the Penguin? Oh, wait. You didn't it's gotta
1: it. It's got to be. It's oh, from Pebble and the Penguin? Yeah. Um, it's got to be. Don't make me laugh. Or yeah. slap my knee.
0: That the villain song is definitely probably the best one but I banger. also I also did really enjoy the like friendship buddy song that then is immediately followed by the friend being supposedly eaten by a whale. <laughs> I, I really liked that, that one. Just
1: sticks to position. But I hated that one so much because they keep taking a break from the song for some Martin Short Penguin to make bad puns.
0: I love that. That was my favorite part of it. <laughs> it was so bad. Do
1: you remember some of the puns?
0: Yeah. What do you call a flower before it blooms? Bud? Oh, thanks for calling me your bud! I'm gonna call them. me Bud. It's so. I bad. can't do a
1: Martin Short either.
0: <laughs> I've got a herring. Where should I put it?
1: Put put it right here.
0: Oh, put her there. Well, you don't sign they shake hands. Um, <laughs> they're terrible. It's
1: delightful. So bad. Um, yeah, but I mean, Don Bluth, famous for animating a lot of Disney classics and then going off and making land before time and an American tale really, you know, great popular films. And then like trying to make it on his own as a studio, an animation studio turned out to be like way harder than he thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so he had to like go get funding from China and from weird, uh, American studios that had like lots of demands for him. And so mm-hmm. we put out like four really awful movies in a row. <laughs> <that tagged laughs> Trolls of
0: central park.
1: Basically, yeah. And, like, you know, that one wasn't even We should the do a Don the Bluth episode. The Penguin. Maybe. I mean, do you really want to watch The Black Cauldron again? I do. All right. Really, I just want to rewatch Trolls in Central Park. <laughs> um, all right.
0: All right. Back to penguins.
1: Penguins. I think we've covered um, Happy Feet decently for now. We might come I mean, back to it.
0: Yeah, we might come back. It's pretty insane. Do you think Um, it wins
1: best CGI? No. They do look realistic as penguins.
0: They look semi-realistic, but like...
1: It's In very like, uncanny valley.
0: Yeah, it's very uncanny valley. Like they. Who are, knew
1: they there like... was an uncanny valley for penguins? <laughs> for penguins.
0: Honestly, after watching all of these penguin movies, I feel like most of them fall squarely into uncanny valley. Like. No, Mr... I
1: disagree. I think really? that like I think I, I think you know Surfs Up and Penguins of Madagascar. They're very okay. cute. Very like well That's animated.
0: True. That's true. Anytime they try to make the penguins look real. They can never just get it right. Like, in Mr. Popper's penguins, those penguins look very bizarre. Like, they're almost real, but then well, they're not. Well, it was
1: 2011, right? Like...
0: Something like that.
1: I think Avatar had just come...
0: <laughs> so, no excuse.
1: No, it's like, that was, like, the huge budget, like, picture at the time. Like, oh my god, they put so much CGI in it. And then this was, like, some CGI penguins flopping yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, they're so they're so goddamn All right. weird.
0: Well, before we get to Mr. Poppers, let's talk about Penguins of Madagascar because sure, I think this is the one that I would vote best overall.
1: Best overall, interesting.
0: I I have a different I,
1: answer, but I, I respect that answer a lot.
0: Okay, this is the one I had the most fun watching. Like, it's it a is, funny
1: movie. It's genuinely it's really funny,
0: super funny, and it's like. Also, John Malkovich is the fucking octopus. Like, who knew?
1: I mean that. Yeah, that just works. Um, John Malkovich great. is a supervillain in like a movie about talking penguins. Um, like for Marvel,
0: it. Marvel, get on it! Like, he's a great villain. <laughs>
1: Do you think that um, the 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 Penguin cinematic universe is?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a Madagascar cinematic universe. Listen, Surfs Up
1: crosses over with WrestleMania, which means that like, and WrestleMania also crosses over with Scooby Doo, and Scooby Doo (laughs) crosses over with all the Cartoon Network shows,
0: which crosses over with
1: DC, which crosses over with Marvel.
0: They're all in the same universe. Um, We're we're getting to crossovers next week. (laughs) 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 Stick to Penguins for now.
1: Stick to Penguins. Stick to Penguins.
0: The penguins. Um, on, yeah, this, this plot is a spy movie, basically. Um, yeah,
1: for kids, it's for you kids. know very Despicable Me. I, I got a lot of Despicable Me vibes.
0: Yeah, sort of spy kidsy ish. Um, yeah, like, um, like, like but like everyone level. just
1: loved the Penguins of Madagascar in the actual movie Madagascar. <laughs> it was like they were the standout thing. I mean, that movie yeah. I really didn't like Madagascar. I thought it I was very unfunny, it. like, even as a kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but you like the penguins? But I was like,
1: the penguins, I get the joke, you know? It's like, yeah. you you wouldn't expect a penguin to be in a military mindset, to be carrying out some <laughs> kind of operation. They right. they look very dumb. They're waddling around. They look like they don't have much going on.
0: But these yeah.
1: penguins have a lot going on.
0: It's the and juxtaposition it's... of it.
1: Yeah, and I like the their dynamic. Their dynamic just worked. And it yes, always did.
0: For sure. Um, and this one, I think it also has a really nice, um, like, character arcs, like, for everyone. Yeah, I think because
1: everyone. they knew the characters so well already, they were able to sort of, like, hone down, like, what would the feature film version of this stupid one-off joke be?
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, and it was, it worked really well. Like, the, the main uh, guy, Skip, Skipper, Skippy? What's Skipper. his
1: name? Skipper, they're all, yeah. they're all named after, like, you know, military things, except for Rico
0: and <laughs> um, Kowalski.
1: Never mind. None of them are named after military yeah. things. Yeah. Skipper, <laughs> he's, like, the captain, and then you've got Kowalski, who's the brains, Rico's mm. the muscle, and uh, Private is the cute one.
0: The new guy. the And so, like, his Private's arc is great. It tracks very cleanly. Easy for anyone to to understand. He wants to be doesn't want to be the
1: cute one anymore. He doesn't
0: want to be the cute one. He wants to contribute to the team in a real way, and everyone keeps dismissing him. And then throughout the movie, he eventually has the opportunity to prove himself, and he does. And everyone it loves him, and it's great. Um, And And the main guy turned
1: ugly by the ugliness (laughs) ray.
0: Dude, I sort of loved him as a purple polka-dotted penguin with, like... Yeah, to be honest, he was
1: pretty cute, even when hit with the ugliness, right?
0: Yeah, it was great. Um, Yeah, so that's the villain's plot, is this ugly octopus who feels really... uh, Jealous of
1: penguins for being cute.
0: Specifically those four, but also all penguins in general. So he steals all the penguins... And is going to turn them all uncute into little gremlins, basically, with a Medusa ray that he has made.
1: Um, I liked the name convention there, where it's like, "What does a Medusa ray do? Does it turn people to stone? No, it turns people to ugly like, like Medusa." Medusa.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a very interesting naming convention, and I want to see more people doing like misdirection with that.
0: Yeah, it was really great. It's um, like, I
1: have a freeze ray. It turns people into Arnold Schwarzenegger because he played Mr. Freeze.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Please write a screenplay based on that. I will fund it, personally.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, yeah, so, so then... The conflict, besides that, comes in when the penguins are trying to stop him. But then there's this other animal operation group called the North Wind, um, and they're they're much more competent and well funded than the penguins, who are much more spontaneous uh, problem yeah. solvers. Uh, I liked so the
1: the Benedict Cumberbatch character a lot. I thought that was yeah. very well done. He plays a wolf. Um, and then when they ask him what his name is, he says, it's classified. And they're like, that's a funny name. And then he's credited in the credits as classified.
0: classified. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's a good joke. He's a, he's a great foil, like antagonist too. Um, he's also a great
1: foil because he does not know how to say penguins.
0: How does he say penguins?
1: He says penguins.
0: Does he? (laughs) He says it is very noticed. clear.
1: When I when I hear him say he goes I wouldn't leave this operation to a bunch of penguins.
0: Maybe if we're lucky we can get Logan to splice in a, a clip right here.
1: Is penguins. Crested penguins. Parent penguin heading home. So why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, great, love it. Benedict Cumberbatch can't say a word. Um, <laughs> there's a girl owl that Kowalski falls in love with, um, and they kiss a at the gr- end.
1: A growl.
0: A growl.
1: A growl. A growl.
0: A growl.
1: Um, Cut that. That was not funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's a girl, Al, in the film that Kowalski uh, falls in love with, so there's your representation. Can
1: can we talk about, I mean, I don't want to get on too much of a digression on it, but can we talk about bird memories? Because I think you can divide these films into two categories, which are the ones where the penguins have tits and the ones where they don't.
0: Or hips. (laughs) A lot of hips in the pebble and the penguin. (laughs) I just,
1: it's very disturbing to me that, like, the way that we choose to anthropomorphize certain animals involves just, like, slapping tits on them. They are birds, they do not have those.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'll say Penguins of Madagascar does a pretty good job of not doing that.
1: Yeah, that's um, what I was putting in the good category. Yeah, yeah. In the bad category is Happy Feet uh-huh. and Pebble and the Penguin. And, and Surfside surf kind of skirts that line. Mm, uh,
0: she's curvy. She's a curvy, she's curvy
1: penguin. She's curvy, but not as curvy as the ones in Happy Feet.
0: Um, yeah. Once we They
1: are stacked.
0: I I I think now is an apt time to just bring up the gender representation in these movies. Like none of them have more than two like lead female characters, and I mean I think that's else... pretty
1: standard for animated films in general, uh, unfortunately. And then likewise, I would say if there's like anything about penguins that's leading to that, it might be that like penguins don't have. Certain feminine features that we would use to create femininity. Like, sure. You can't have a penguin with longer hair.
0: I mean, they sort of do in Surf's Up.
1: Which is weird.
0: It is weird.
1: It's weird that they do. And also, it's not the girls who have the longer hair.
0: That's true. Um,
1: (laughs) Or, like, you know, uh, a lot of times you convey femininity with lips or. With clothing, and most of them don't wear clothes.
0: Sure, but but literally none of these movies have a female lead. Like like they're all stories about men doing things. Like how many animated
1: films in two thousand five like had a female lead? Sure, sure, but I I, I, not many. But I would say, yeah, you're right. There's within this small selection that we've made, there are zero. That's correct. There
0: is zero, which is like a little bit wild. I mean, maybe not so wild, but it's always shocking to just be reminded. Well, I mean, we could go through every like Pixar
1: animated film. There's literally one in the first 10 years that they were working, and it's Brave. And it was literally That's about true. being a woman because they were like, "Oh shit, we didn't do any girls." <laughs> what do you do girls. with a lady?
0: We forgot. <laughs> Oops. Oh god, brave. One day we'll get to that. We'll do um, it in
1: like a in like a bodice ripping episode.
0: Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> so yeah, I just gotta bring up all of the ladies are basically here to fall in love with dudes for one reason or another, and it's. It's it's uh Well, okay,
1: I was thinking about this and I was this plays into the idea of why penguins, right? Okay. Why penguins? Why stories about penguins? Well, it all traces back to what March of the Penguins guy Morgan Freeman says, which is this is a story about love. Penguins mate for life and they They don't look... though. They do.
0: March of Many... the Penguins. They're like, they only mate for a year, and then they choose a different mate next year. So we're Is that all true? Being... When I go yeah. it,
1: they said that they would mate with the same person season after season if they had the same song or the same rocks.
0: Mm. Well, Maybe different
1: species have different things. But Maybe. there's an association with, with penguins and like Matehood. finding your match, and yeah. they're weird... Bird mating rituals.
0: Well, like it's the whole gay penguins thing at zoos too. Like I right, like but at the
1: time you couldn't make an animated film with a gay penguin well, yeah, at sure. all ever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people like the idea of like penguins getting married. Maybe it's because they look like they're in tuxes. They look like they should be married, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's you know maybe it's just this like rock thing where they build rock nests and then they have people. Fucking the rock nest
0: <laughs> and the dads are so care. there's a there's a gender role reversal because the dads sit on the eggs
1: yeah people are Ugh. interested in penguin romance in a way that they aren't for other animals and that That's makes true. them more easy to fit into a hollywood screenplay because About you can romance. throw a romance in there
0: but it's interesting how many of these romances, like, I feel like people tend to think, like, romance, a lady genre. Like, all of these romances don't, aren't about the women. It's just interesting.
1: I don't think of romance as a lady genre. I think of it, like, Hollywood romance is pretty defined by having, like, you know, the, the male main character because the Hollywood defaults male. And then the, like, female love interest is, like, a side thing in, like, the main plot. I feel like that's super. All right, yeah,
0: I I mean I think that's common for sure. Um,
1: You know, I'm talking like on the waterfront, classic. You know, I'm (laughs) the Notebook,
0: Big Fish. I could well the Notebook is
1: the Notebook is like just a straight romance.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. It's mostly about Ryan Gosling, right? I haven't seen it.
1: That's (laughs) yeah. I don't know. Um, Mr. Popper's Penguins is about romance
0: yeah gotta fuck mom again
1: gotta fuck mom again that's like a trope in and of itself to deconstruct (laughs) is like the kids want the parents to get back together
0: okay but like it's barely even that it's mostly like the dad wants to get back with the mom and the kids are like hey dad do you want (laughs) to fuck mom and he's like "Aw, you caught me and they're like go for it
1: go (laughs) fuck the mom
0: do it dad also the mom in mr popper's penguins is the worst character because she is on a date with another dude like three times and then anytime jim carrey her ex-husband like pops up while she's on this date she just either leaves the other guy or like forgets about him and agrees to like go on dates with jim carrey while the other guy is still there He's having a penguin
1: emergency, Hannah. She can't (laughs) just stand by while penguins are happening.
0: Uh, I mean, penguins—truly the sexiest. uh,
1: Listen, say what you will about like the book Mister Popper's Penguins being boring and pointless. Yeah, but like at least the penguins were not just like a metaphor for like him reconnecting with his lost love.
0: (laughs) His dad and his kids.
1: Yeah, it was, like, it was just, like, a story about a guy who raises penguins and, like, goes through the general day-to-day struggles of raising a family of penguins.
0: And also, can't relate to my daughter! Goddamn! Well, I mean, that
1: wasn't in the book.
0: <laughs> I know. It's in the movie, though, and it's absurd.
1: The, the, I can't relate to my daughter scenes were so, like, out of real life and out of complete fantasy. Like, yeah. it's that weird dichotomy of, like, the screenwriter wrote this about his own daughter, but doesn't oh, have sure. the actual understanding to be like, this is what I my get daughter why sounds she's like. Upset.
0: Yeah. Like, he, he understands that she's upset and that it's about boys and, like, dances, but doesn't understand the actual reasons behind any of it.
1: Right. So, like, the real conversation that he actually had with her daughter is, she's you know, she's saying something like, well, I just... I just I feel really shitty and like people you know people don't like me that I like and you know I just want to fit in but I also want to stand out and you know like the way that people would act like she's expressing real feelings that someone would actually want to express to their father and Mm -hmm. all he hears is like Jeremy is like Johnny, and Johnny likes Jeremy, and Jeremy and Jeremy, Jeremy and then J- he has another and
0: girl, and I look ugly in all these dresses, but I need my dad to tell me I'm pretty so that I can feel good about myself.
1: And then, like the big revelation for like Jim Carrey's character is like, maybe you should just listen, you know?
0: <laughs> okay, but but here's like the weird moral of the story. So he's like. He, his dad was, like, a world traveler who didn't spend enough time with him, so he grows up into a dad who's falling into the same patterns, and he's, like, a big-time executive, or trying to be an executive at a, like, real estate firm in New York City. Um, and
1: He's in positions.
0: He right. Like, he, he's got to learn that everything can't be about work, and he's got to put his family first. But the way he does this is by having to raise six penguins and, like, care about their eggs and, like... Because he
1: never had to be a mother, you know? He had (laughs) to be the father. He was the breadwinner. And this is about gender. This is like um, that movie Nine Lives with Kevin Spacey. Um, (laughs) This is about gender. In order to be a good father, you have to learn to be a mother.
0: Yeah, well... (laughs) and, And... Captain, the main penguin, is uh, a girl. I think, honestly, Mr. Popper's penguins might win for most female penguins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't verify because I don't remember what the genders are. Because you don't the know how ones. to
1: gender a penguin. Exactly.
0: I just know that two of them at least laid eggs, and I bet there's a third one in there somewhere.
1: I like the like in the original book like the reason that he gets like multiple penguins instead of just like one is that he like gets another one and then they mate. But in mm-hmm. this one it's like send the penguins back and the guys like send the penguins? Yes,
0: I've said it like, five times. It's like send
1: five penguins. <laughs>
0: In a crate, yeah,
1: okay. It's just like a wacky misunderstanding that just doesn't make any sense. And the fact that he can't find anyone to take these penguins is just like you just you just would call like you just would call like parks and or like wildlife. um, Yeah, there's a name for the actual organization, but they they like they deal with like actual like cases where people are pirating and stealing wild animals like rare exotic animals.
0: Well, and like also, you know, like I'm just saying, you're not the first rando in New York to have a weird exotic pet, you know? Exactly. Like,
1: like people have, like, I've you know, seen
0: people on the endangered street. Endangered snakes and like. Literally walking like iguanas <laughs> and like the most bizarre animals that you're like, is, is it safe for you to have that on the street?
1: Yeah, um, they just shouldn't have addressed it. It should have just been like cut right to the scene where his kids really love the penguins, and then yeah. he decides to keep them. Yeah, you could have cut out like ten minutes of this movie.
0: You could have cut out a lot of this movie. So, so his goal in this movie is to buy the last piece of privately owned land in Central Park, so that his which firm is owned
1: can... which is owned by Murder <laughs> She Wrote. Fucking,
0: <laughs> I give, not Agatha Christie fucks. <laughs> The Um, lady who plays Mrs. Potts. Fuck. What's her name? Oh my god.
1: Gotta look it up. Murder she wrote. 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 Angela Lansbury.
0: It's Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury! Um, yeah, so. <laughs> do you want to? She's got to convince
1: up? her to give him the the one piece of privately owned land in Central Park, and he's got to do it while raising six six teenage penguins.
0: Wah, wah.
1: <laughs> there was this story of a man named Popper who was raising six penguins of his own.
0: Oh my! Yeah, basically a little bit. <laughs> uh. Uh, Uh, They became Mr. Popper's
1: penguins.
0: (laughs) And so he basically, he proves to Angela Lansbury that he's a good father and he cares about his family. And she's like, I never forget a name. And your father used to bring you here to my restaurant. tavern." Okay, that's what it is. I feel like half of this movie was just like a paid advertisement for Tavern on the Green in Central (laughs) Park, you know? Like, there's some lovingly crafted shots of the interior of this place.
1: Well, I mean, there was probably a lot of reality from the screenwriter. I I, I feel like the penguins were just forced into this movie. I feel like this movie was not called Mr. Popper's Penguins. It was called Tavern on the Green or, like, my Plus, my explorer father, my absentee father or something. <laughs> and it was like just this, this awful screenplay about reconnecting with also, your kids.
0: No, but also zoos are evil. Don't forget the zoo evil zookeepers subplot.
1: <laughs> Agent Colson comes in, he's like, I gotta get these penguins, these out, penguins. out of here for shield. <laughs> gotta get <laughs> him back no, to sky base
0: it seems like he's like a fucking like animal trafficker who's like pretending to be from the zoo at first but no he's just from the zoo and is like oh we're gonna trade those penguins for a tiger <laughs> it's so weird uh
1: i i legitimately didn't even realize i mean i might have zoned out at the end a little bit because i thought he was not like an, as an animal trafficker when he no. said him for a z for a tiger i thought he meant like outside of the zoo system
0: no he means through the zoo system <laughs> he just wanted a tiger <laughs> Or an alpaca. Where were the penguins
1: gonna go? Was it someplace bad?
0: Brazil. No, just another zoo that was away from Jim Carrey, and he was like, No, they're mine! My daddy Ah! left me these penguins. Ugh. Yeah. Penguins?
1: I will say this wasn't my my penguins. (laughs)
0: This wasn't my least favorite Jim Carrey role. It's
1: up there. I mean, Jim Carrey's played some awful, awful, unfunny roles. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm not a Jim Carrey fan. For all of you, you know, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, (laughs) anything where he's, like, mugging the camera, I'm like, I'm out. Here he's like, yeah, absolutely. And that's, like, the wackiest thing he does is, like, he does impressions of people.
0: He does one really great bit of physical comedy where he takes a sip of champagne and then pretends to pour it in his ear and spits it out his mouth and I was like, That's impressive. I liked that. And that's
1: about it. that was <laughs> that's it. Just a sleight of hand party tricks.
0: Yeah, it was great though. I was into it. Alright. <laughs> um, so yeah, not so much a penguin movie as much as the rest of these.
1: I mean um, you could literally cut out the penguins and lose nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you could replace them with literally anything else, like puppies or like uh, an old diary or like
1: <laughs> or your an actual father's corpse, children. and just make it like weekend at Bernie's.
0: Oh my god! Like
1: I, I could write a million movies better than this, with the only difference being you replace penguins with penguins anything else. Oh my god. But then it wouldn't have been made in 2011, because as we <laughs> recall, this was a time where you could get anything made if it had penguins in it.
0: Do you think, this is the, the latest one, right? Or I think this Penguins in Madagascar
1: came out after.
0: Okay. It, it's interesting to see when the penguin trend sort of died off.
1: Oh, it's it's long dead. I
0: mean, it's long dead at this point, but, like, 2011 was, like, only eight years ago.
1: Here's yeah. another thing that I was thinking about with why penguins.
0: Yeah. So, like, penguins, penguins,
1: they have more or less, like, human proportions, unlike most animals.
0: Right, they're upright.
1: They're upright, their heads are about proportional to, like, what a human head is, To their body, Body, they have stubby legs, but like that kind of works for them.
0: Yeah, and their arms
1: are so simple to animate.
0: So easy, no major feathers. It's just a little flipper. No
1: fingers.
0: No fingers even.
1: This is the thing that that, like you don't think about when you're not an animator. Is like no fingers. The mouths just move. Like you don't have to make mouth shapes. Yeah, because they're just beaks. It's like this it now suddenly makes like a ton of sense that a lot of people would have the idea to do their random screenplay that they wrote in general, but just put penguins (laughs) in it.
0: Okay. One terrifying thing I did learn from March of the penguins is how many teeth penguins have on the inside of their mouths.
1: Yeah. I did not need to know that. It's a
0: terrifying number.
1: Yeah. I mean in the pebble and the penguin, they like show their teeth.
0: Well, yeah. Every time they smile, like
1: their teeth come out. But they
0: have like human teeth. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the. I I think it was in Happy Feet maybe they do like they show the inside of the mouth and it is. Oh yeah, they zoom right in when they're singing. Ugh, it's a lot. Um, but
1: yeah. Listen, it's just those like classic George Miller, you know, zooms. Um, (laughs) at one point in Happy Feet, they zoom all the way out and you see the whole planet Earth.
0: That's right. They fucking do. I
1: forgot about George that. George Miller's a visionary. Oh Wake
0: my god. Wake up
1: and god. smell the happy feet, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> All right. So only one we haven't talked about so far is Surfs Up.
1: My favorite one.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Surfs Up's great. Surfs Up is fantastic. Uh, I... For some reason, it's a document mockumentary. Yeah. Documentary surfing penguin movie.
0: That's well, see, that's my only critic. Not my only, but like my biggest criticism that I think puts Madagascar why... above it. No, just like not why. It's the documentary, like, like premise it's really strong for the first like 20 to 30 minutes. And then it just falls apart for the middle section.
1: But you would and, expect like... that I think in like an animated movie. I just think it's interesting. Eh. That this is the only mockumentary animated film I can even think of.
0: About penguins, especially no, in, at all, the at all,
1: and then it happens to also be a penguin surfing movie, <laughs> which is a weird like matchup to me. It is
0: a it's a weird mishmash of premises all smushed together. But, but also, like there's something
1: so unbelievably real about Surfs Up, and I know you're gonna laugh at that. Uh, I mean, but it's like. <laughs> They've really gone through and looked like, at like I a lot it. of sports documentaries it's, and, it's... and they've gleaned something real from it. I don't yes. know if it's just the absentee dead father yes. and then like the all the conversations with the parents where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, I wish that he'd find like a more constructive outlet. Uh, outlet. dude."
0: Fucking! I did not realize at first that Shia LaBeouf was the main penguin's voice. It's, oh, of
1: course, it's Shia. It's it's a hundred percent Shia.
0: But it, I just like couldn't place it for a little bit, and then I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit! Wait a minute, is that Shia LaBeouf?"
1: Well, and how then, quickly did you place Big Lebowski? Oh, very quickly.
0: I got it. Big him Lebowski. Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges plays
1: Big Z. Who just? And you could have called him the Big Lebowski, and it would just been. It would have changed fine. nothing in the story. But yeah. He's like an ex surfer who's like down on his luck, retired because he 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 wanted to escape the rat race.
0: Yeah, man, it's about the love of surfing, not the awards, man.
1: But the interesting thing is that's totally not why he quit. Like, the reason he quit was because he never wanted to lose. So, like, right. he's playing like he doesn't care about winning, but he cares about it more than anything. His legacy was the <laughs> most important thing to him. More important right. than his family, his fans, or the game.
0: Damn. You're, this is a real assassination piece on Big Z, man.
1: Big Z? More like <laughs> Big <take>. Hypocrite.
0: <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. <laughs>
1: I as you can see Surfs Up rouses up a lot of passion in me. Not yeah. maybe not quite as much as Happy Feet, but I don't think Happy Feet is like a good movie. But I think Surfs <laughs> Up is like almost a good movie. It's the closest in my opinion to a good movie on this list.
0: Not Penguins of Madagascar. That's just so good and enjoyable. Penguins like of
1: Madagascar just feels like it's an extended shit. TV episode to me. Where it surfs yeah. up. This is like an original premise. It's totally out of nowhere. There's a hero's journey. It's like Rocky, man. Rocky loses in the end <laughs> of Rocky. You know, Cody yeah. Maverick, he loses at the end. Chicken Joe, played by John Hader, otherwise known as Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Mm -hmm. is the winner because he doesn't care about winning, you know? (laughs) It deconstructs your expectations about sports narratives. It's good.
0: Yeah, man. Um, But also Um, it's like a really
1: bland and and like, you know, tasteless product um, (laughs) that includes some like weird racial stuff with like these native islander penguins. So
0: much weird racial stuff. Wow.
1: I mean... It's not that much. It takes up like six minutes. No, not even six. Like I don't know. I feel like the it movie. keeps
0: coming back because like it does chicken keep coming befriends back. Friends
1: them. <laughs> chicken Joe is chicken. A chicken Joe's pretty great. He's a chicken, and he goes and he He's gets kidnapped by natives who try to eat him.
0: uh <laughs> it's such a bad trope. We should we should talk about that one sometime.
1: I feel totally out of my depth to discuss the problem of cannibal, <laughs> cannibal natives in. That's fair. In like the dark continent genre.
0: Maybe we'll do some research or have a guest on or something.
1: Yeah, if we can find it. If you're a guest, if you've ever read or written anything about uh, the dark continent genre of fiction, come on our show and talk about people in cauldrons being cooked for cannibalism. <laughs> This is yeah. an episode about penguins.
0: penguins. <laughs> We've really covered a lot of ground.
1: More ground than there should be to cover for penguins. because there's just too many of these goddamn movies. What have All we learned?
0: Right. <laughs> I don't know that I've learned anything except We've
1: learned penguin romance for some are, reason is a big deal.
0: Flippers are easy to animate. And all of these movies have to include, like, at least one song.
1: <laughs> and the, and just the fact that, like, penguins are a... they coverall. It's not that the, the... The penguins are never the marketable thing about the movie, ever.
0: Well, I mean, I guess, yeah.
1: Happy Feet is footloose. And it's popular because it's, like, was a super realistic animated thing in a time where animation didn't look super realistic and it had catchy songs. Surfs Up is like you could take out the penguins from that movie and replace them with any animal; it's exactly the same movie.
0: Right.
1: Penguins of Madagascar. You can replace them with any cute animal. It's more or less the same movie. Right. Mr. Popper's Penguins. You could take the fucking penguins out. The movie basically stands.
0: (laughs) Fine. Yeah. Pebble and the Penguin.
1: Pebble and the Penguin is bad because it relies too heavily on the penguin stuff. (laughs) It thought it could tell a movie about penguins, but there's, it doesn't exist, except for uh, March no. of the Penguins.
0: Yeah, that's the only which also real Which only succeeds because
1: movies. Morgan Freeman's in it.
0: And because they try to make it about not penguins.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> like, try to make it about to... people.
0: They do. But the penguins are the people.
1: Surf's Up 2 is about WrestleMania. There's a surfers. Surf's Up 2? Yeah, um, they couldn't get Shia LaBeouf back. <laughs>
0: Also it was like God. ten
1: years later. I think it might have been last year.
0: Wow. It Wait, was very it came recent. Out last year?
1: Yeah, um Cody Maverick is played by Finn from Adventure Time. <gasps> wow. And also all of the other penguins are played by the cast of WrestleMania. So John Cena, the Undertaker, etc.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. That is wild
1: it was direct-to-video um, it was sony Animation. okay
0: okay direct-to-video of okay. barely counts yeah
1: but me. i mean wrestlemania it's called surf mania um it's, oh
0: my god
1: and this is what hollywood does it takes the greatest among us surfs up the greatest film <laughs> of its generation from the graduating class of penguin films i really a masterpiece
0: i'm still holding on to penguins of madagascar but okay
1: um truly the valedictorian of the penguin movie graduating class and, uh, they ruined it. They degraded it. It's the equivalent of, uh, you know, the valedictorian going into porn.
0: <laughs> His surf's career fails. So now he's yeah. going to do porn.
1: Yeah. I mean, what is the like WrestleMania crossover genre, but just like pornography for children.
0: <laughs> All right. Controversial on this penguin episode. <laughs>
1: Um, if right. like watch anything <laughs> Scooby Doo meets WrestleMania or you know WrestleMania like just s- squeezed into anything is all terrible.
0: I believe that it's um, all
1: schlock. Penguins though, penguins are the true artists.
0: Maybe one day we'll get a really really great penguin movie. Besides their stuff,
1: <laughs> we gotta wait. It's gotta be you gotta give us time to recover from happy feet. It's gotta feet.
0: be in twenty. Twenty thirty,
1: yeah, twenty eighty five. That sounds like a good year to make your penguin opus. All right, everyone. Oh, set maybe your it could calendars. be a movie about Opus from. Uh, oh my
0: god! From yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bloom, comic.
1: Bloom County, the comic yeah. strip. Yeah. yeah Classic yeah. penguin ref. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> come back at you next week with a with a crossover episode about crossovers.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. Before we get there, I want to rank everything. I want oh, shit, best yeah. CGI. Um, all it. right. So I, I think I'm, I, you were right when you said Happy Feet gets best CGI.
1: Probably. No, I, I agree with you when you said, be, you know, Happy Feet is Uncanny Valley. It's, uncanny it's bad valley. CGI.
0: Best yeah. CGI,
1: in my opinion, I say surf's goes up. to... Um, uh, not Surf's Up. Penguins of Madagascar. Okay. It is, it is fast-paced, it is quick. It is like lightning this animation. Yeah.
0: And, and all the they, penguin they designs quick. are very unique, which I yeah, like. Yeah, they,
1: they look they look unique from each but other. Still, you can tell them apart, but they're no also they, they they fit a single aesthetic. Penguins yeah. of Madagascar best CGI, best overall. Okay. You're still saying penguins.
0: Yeah. I'm saying Penguins of Madagascar, you're saying Surf's Up.
1: I'm saying Surfs Up best overall. It's got a has got a unique aesthetic. Um, it's got this weird documentary film stuff. They all the voices <laughs> are like you can tell they all recorded in the same booth, which is very uh-huh. not standard for especially for modern animation.
0: Yeah, um, that's
1: true. But like the dialogue it just like oh, it just bounces off of each other. And I know I shat on like overlapping dialogue in the past. <laughs> but Well just like,
0: because it it's on a, people thinking it's hard not it existing
1: right but like the, the thing I liked about this was just that the dialogue felt very natural in it this did. weird unnatural setting of penguin surfers
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that contrast um, is, is glorious um, it really is most accurate
0: probably March of the Penguins but pebble maybe the
1: they penguin, are 100% pebble in <laughs> the penguin that, um, in that one the penguin learns to fly am I wrong
0: he does learn to fly at the end.
1: He learns to fly. That's the most accurate, the the most <laughs> accurate scientific fact you could ever learn about birds is that they just aren't trying hard enough. Yeah. If they can't fly. <laughs>
0: I mean, what else is Chicken Run about? You know,
1: um, if you if you just try harder, that is the plot of Chicken Run. Yeah. No, not this one, but Happy Feet 2 is the plot of Chicken Run.
0: Oh, my God. Now I really a, have to watch a that pu- movie. Because there's
1: a Puffin who claims to be able to teach penguins how to fly, but he's Jeez. a liar.
0: Ugh.
1: That's but Chicken that's Run.
0: They, that's Chicken Run. Great. Um, best characters?
1: Chicken Run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best penguin movie of them all. <laughs> yeah. Best it's
1: characters, like, I think Surf's Up wins again.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: I found Big Z to be very engaging, despite the fact that I disagree with his worldview.
0: I might have And to Zoe
1: Deschanel, a... as a female character, still not <laughs> fleshed out, but, like... Not at all. Well, she's, she loves her uncle, and she, like, wants to see him succeed, and she gets angry at uh, like Cody so Maverick when he just wants me. to win and doesn't want to be friends with her anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, it's
1: better than Gloria, who's just like, I want to bang the one who can't sing.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it. I I think I have to give it to Madagascar just because of John Malkovich as that octopus dude. It was so good. Best character.
1: Best, character. Best voice actor, I think. I think that's got to go to Happy Feet. To who? To, to, to Hugh Jackman. <laughs> doing a bad Elvis impression. <laughs>
0: It's so bad. I can't. Robin
1: Williams like steals the fucking show. Like basically you could listen, you could watch happy feet with no picture. Like a blind person watching happy feet is just as enjoyed. And maybe they can picture that they're not creepy, like surreal, uh, Valley of the damned penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could just pretend they're people. And then it's like a way better story. <laughs> Cause they could just pretend it's footloose, but with aliens.
0: Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Watch Happy
1: Feet, pretend they're not
0: penguins. (laughs) Watch any of these movies and pretend they're not penguins. Um, Best Romance. For this one, I would probably give it to Surf's Up.
1: Mr. Popper's Penguins, 100%. Oh,
0: my God.
1: (laughs) I want to fuck the mom.
0: Oh, my God. And then she's like, I want to fuck those
1: penguins.
0: Oh, yeah. Can I fuck you while the penguins watch? So hot. Um, most bizarre world building, they're all so bizarre.
1: No, it's Happy Feet 2. Easily.
0: <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it, so I'll just have to take or your Or maybe word.
1: Surf's Up 2 because WrestleMania is there, which is pretty okay. crazy world building as well.
0: Yeah, maybe Surf's Up 2.
1: Pebble and the they're... Penguin is pretty out there world building as well, though. <laughs>
0: They're all so strange. Isn't there a um, rule
1: in The Pebble and the Penguin where, like, you get banished if you don't if you get don't married to another penguin the with a big moon. rock by the time the yep. moon rises?
0: Yep. That is the rule. <laughs> also, there's literally an evil villain penguin lair that everyone is just, like, fine with.
1: That's pretty out there world building. It's,
0: it's, and a penguin learns to fly at the end. <laughs> Lest we forget. Also, all the, penguins really wear, all the penguins wear clothes, and none of the humans are like, huh, that's weird.
1: Let's be real. Best world building goes to March of the Penguins, because yes. that world is so fleshed out, it's like it could be real.
0: <laughs> it's like it's almost real.
1: All but right, we all so we'll the... give it to that one, because we can't decide on any of these other movies, which are all so out so there.
0: So weird. Um, um, and then best... best Gender representation?
1: Like I said, surf's up. Um, there's eh. one girl in it, and she's not a total loser.
0: That's true. Her whole purpose isn't just romance.
1: Um, maybe best... No, actually, best... I guess
0: best would probably be March of the Penguins, because there's a ton of ladies in that doing a lot of cool shit.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah. Real life is always going to be better at gender representation than Hollywood until hollywood changes
0: man we had a secret political message at the end of this like happy feet did
1: like happy feet guys i can't live in a world without (laughs) penguins
0: uh well you're going to have to (laughs) because this is the end of the episode so we're done talking about penguins Um next week we're talking about crossover episodes. We're gonna have some special guests too, which is very exciting. Yeah, we're um, teaming
1: up with the with the crew from AP Marvel, a podcast gonna, you can find on the Marvel News Desk.
0: Yes, we're gonna do um a crossover episode of our own, if you will. <laughs> uh so about I'll crossovers. See you then. About get it, guys. Get it, get it.
1: Um, but don't get cross about our hot cross penguin buns. Um, that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to, if you want to talk about our crazy penguin opinions and you think you know which had the (sighs) greatest world building, you can tweet at us at Talking Tropes.
0: Yes, you can also support us on Patreon, also at Talking Tropes. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. See
1: you then, penguin buckaroo.